Welcome to the Weekly Holy Reading with Bree. Each week, I guide you and prompt you through a portion of Scripture with the discipline of Lectio Divina. If you're not familiar with what Lectio Divina is, I encourage you to go listen to the first episode where I briefly explain the discipline and talk about the process and different stages of Lectio Divina. Go ahead and get your Bible and journal ready and prepare to meditate on God's Word. Today we will be reading Revelation chapter 18 and 19. I will be reading from the ESV Bible. Before we begin our reading today, I have to admit, this week has been a real struggle for me. I am feeling unsettled, and my list of things to do is growing exponentially, and I find myself obsessively trying to control all the small things around me because I can't control any of the big things that are going on in my life. I have even thought about quitting this podcast, thinking, who am I to be leading people in prayer right now? I have really been finding comfort in Psalm 46 this morning. Join me as I read through Psalm 46, verses 8 through 11, and turn my focus away from my list of things to do, and behold my Lord. Psalm 46, 8 through 11 says, Come behold the works of the Lord, how he has brought desolations on the earth. He makes wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the chariots with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the nations. I will be exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our fortress. Verse 8 Come, behold the works of the Lord. The word behold here means to gaze at, mentally perceive, contemplate with pleasure. Specifically, to have a vision to see as a seer sees, to behold, to look, to prophesy. I want you to sit and behold the works of the Lord. With your mind's eye, visualize all that He is doing around you. In verse 9, it says, He makes wars cease. He breaks the bow, shatters the spear, burns chariots with fire. And then the next verse, it says, Be still and know that I am God. 
be still means to cease from striving, to abandon, to let drop, to sink down. Let go of all of your insecurities. Drop your list. Abandon your worries. Sink down into his love. Know that he is God. Proverbs 16.3 in the message says, Put God in charge of your work. Then what you've planned will take place. Whatever it is that you have planned, whatever it is that's on your list of things to do, right now, put God in charge of it. Hand it over and let Him take control. Thank you, Lord, that you are the Lord God Almighty, that you are the powerful one that creates wars and makes them cease. You are the powerful one that gives us our weapons and breaks the enemy's weapons down. Thank you, God, that you Give us all that we need. Thank you, God, that in our weakness, we are made strong through you. Oh, Lord, come and be a part of this reading. Reveal yourself to us in a new way. Teach us, O oh Lord. Amen. Turn to Revelation chapters 18 and 19 and we will begin meditating on chapter 18. Revelation chapter 18 After this I saw another angel coming down from heaven, having great authority, and the earth was made bright with his glory. And he called out with a mighty voice, Fallen, fallen is Babylon the great. She has become a dwelling place for demons, a haunt for unclean spirit, a haunt for every unclean bird, a haunt for every unclean and detestable beast. For all nations have drunk the wine of the passion of her sexual immorality, and the kings of the earth have committed immorality with her, and the merchants of the earth have grown rich from the power of her luxurious living." 
Then I heard another voice from heaven saying, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. For her sins are heaped high as heaven, and God has remembered her iniquities. Pay her back as she herself has paid back others, and repay her double for her deeds. Mix a double portion for her in the cup she mixed. As she glorified herself and lived in luxury, so give her like measure of torment in mourning, since in her heart she says, I sit as a queen, I am no widow, and mourning I shall never see. For this reason her plagues will come in a single day, death and mourning and famine, and she will be burned up with fire. For mighty is the Lord God who has judged her. And the kings of the earth who committed sexual immorality and lived in luxury with her will weep and wail over her when they see the smoke of her burning. They will stand far off in fear of her torment and say, Alas, alas, you great city, you mighty city Babylon, for in a single hour your judgment has come. And the merchants of the earth weep and mourn for her, since no one buys their cargo anymore, cargo of gold, silver, jewels, pearls, fine linen, purple cloth, silk, scarlet cloth, all kinds of scented wood, all kinds of articles of ivory, all kinds of articles of costly wood, bronze, iron, and marble, cinnamon, spice, incense, myrrh, frankincense, wine, oil, fine flour, wheat, cattle and sheep, horses and chariots, and slaves, that is, human souls. The fruit for which your soul longed has gone from you, and all your delicacies and your splendors are lost to you, never to be found again. The merchants of these wares, who gained wealth from her, will stand far off in fear of her torment, weeping and mourning aloud, Alas, alas, for the great city that was clothed in fine linen and purple and scarlet, adorned with gold, with jewels, and with pearls. For in a single hour, all this wealth has been laid waste. And all the shipmasters and seafaring men, sailors, and all whose trade is on the sea stood far off and cried out as they saw the smoke of her burning. What city was like this great city? And they threw dust on their heads as they wept and mourned, crying out, Alas, alas, for the great city, where all who had ships at sea grew rich by her wealth. For in a single hour she has been laid waste. Rejoice over her, O heaven, and you saints and apostles and prophets, for God has given judgment for you against her. Then a mighty angel took up a stone, like a great millstone, and threw it into the sea, saying, So will Babylon the great city be thrown down with violence, and will be found no more. And the sound of harpists and musicians, of flute players and trumpeters, will be heard in you no more. And a craftsman of any craft will be found in you no more. And the sound of a mill will be heard in you no more. And the light of a lamp will shine 
and you no more. And the voice of a bridegroom and bride will be heard, and you no more. For your merchants were great ones of the earth, and all nations were deceived by your sorcery. And in her was found the blood of the prophets and of the saints, and of all who have been slain on earth. At the beginning of this chapter, an angel came down from heaven, and the whole earth was made bright with his glory. If the light was shown on the whole earth, perhaps all that was hidden is no longer hidden. The angel called out with a loud and mighty voice, maybe so that all would hear. I want you to spend some time praying that the Lord would shine his light on our nation, over the whole earth, so that those things that are hidden would come to light. Ask the Lord to speak his voice loudly over the nations, inviting everyone to fall down on their knees and join him in his kingdom work. With repentance comes revival. Spend some time praying for his light to be shown and his voice to be heard. Pause and do that. Now I want you to read chapter 18 out loud. Then spend some time speaking with the Lord about the things that he is showing you. Verse 4 in chapter 18 stuck out to me. It says, Come out of her, my people, lest you take part in her sins, lest you share in her plagues. It seems as though God, in his infinite mercy, gives another warning. It reminds me of Romans 12, too. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. As Christ followers, we know that we must resist conforming to the world's ways. We must be separate from the world. I want you to think about in what areas of your life are you inside of? Are you conforming to the world's ways? Discern the will of God. Hear His voice inviting you to come out and join Him and be separate from the world.
Now turn to chapter 19. Revelation chapter 19 After this I heard what seemed to be the loud voice of a great multitude in heaven crying out, Hallelujah! Salvation and glory and power belong to our God, for His judgments are true and just. For He has judged the great prostitute who corrupted the earth with her immorality and has avenged on her blood of his servants. Once more they cried out, Hallelujah! The smoke from her goes up forever and ever. And the twenty-four elders and the four living creatures fell down and worshipped God, who was seated on the throne, saying, Amen! Hallelujah! And from the throne came a voice saying, Praise our God, all you servants, you who fear him, small and great. Then I heard what seemed to be the voice of a great multitude, like the roar of many waters, and like the sound of mighty peals of thunder crying out. Hallelujah! For the Lord God, the Almighty reigns. Let us rejoice and exult and give him the glory, for the marriage of the Lamb has come, and his bride has made herself ready. It was granted her to clothe herself with fine linen, bright and pure, for the fine linen is the righteous deeds of the saints. And the angel said to me, Write this, Blessed are those who are invited to the marriage supper of the Lamb. And he said to me, These are the true words of God. Then I fell down at his feet to worship him. But he said, You must not do that. I am a fellow servant with you and your brothers who hold the testimony of Jesus. Worship God. For the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. Then I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse. The one sitting on it is called Faithful and True, and in righteousness he judges and makes war. His eyes are like a flame of fire, and on his head are many diadems, and he has a name written that no one knows but himself. He is clothed in a robe dipped in blood, and the name by which he is called is the Word of God. And the armies of heaven, arrayed in fine linen, white and pure, were following him on the white horses. From his mouth comes a sharp sword, with which to strike down the nations, and he will rule them with a rod of iron. He will tread the winepress of fury of the wrath of God Almighty. On his robe And on his thigh, he has a name written, King of kings and Lord of lords. Then I saw an angel standing in the sun, and with a loud voice he called to all the birds that fly directly overhead, Come, gather for the great supper of God, to eat the flesh of the kings, the flesh of captains, the flesh of mighty men, the flesh of horses and their riders, 
the flesh of all men, both free and slave, both small and great. And I saw the beast and the kings of the earth with their armies gathered to make war against him, who was sitting on the horse and against his army. And the beast was captured, and with it the false prophet, who in its presence had done the signs by which he deceived those who had received the mark of the beast and those who worshipped its image. These two were thrown alive into the lake of fire that burns with sulfur. And the rest were slain by the sword that came from the mouth of him who was sitting on the horse. And all the birds were gorged with their flesh. In the beginning of this chapter, we see a scene full of elders and angels worshiping the Lord our God, the one true King. The word worship here is proskuneo, meaning to kiss the hand of your master. It is a sign of loyal subjection. When we worship God, we are bowing down before him, saying, I submit myself to you and your authority. I believe that the most honoring worship is when we bow down and kiss his hand in obedient faith, even when we don't understand. When we bow down to his will in our messy and scattered times and say, I praise you, God. I will rejoice and give you glory because the Almighty reigns. Then, in verse 11, we begin to see a picture of our Christ, our Lord and Savior, the King of kings and the Lord of lords. As I imagine him with flames of fire in his eyes and his robe dipped in blood, I am reminded of how complex our Savior is, how multifaceted he is. There is truly none like him. How can someone be so kind and good and loving and full of grace and yet be so terrifying, powerful, and just at the same time. I want you to fall down and worship the one true God. I want you to kiss the hand of your master. Let praise be your weapon. Put your eyes on him. Let your eyes focus beyond yourself, beyond your circumstances, and behold him who sits on the white horse. Praise him who has and who is riding in and claiming victory. Pause and do that. O oh Lord, we now submit all that we have read today to you, and we trust and have faith that your living word will work in us 
and transform us to be more like you. Lord, thank you that you are our refuge and you are our strength, that you are the very present help when we are in trouble. Thank you that you are perfect, you are kind, you are good, you are just, and you are true. Thank you that I can truly sit and be still because I know that the Lord God Almighty reigns. All power, all honor, and all glory go to you, O God. Amen.